What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass until this you left hand side. Right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo episode. This is number 31. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, and we have a lot of shit to get into. This is the first show of the new year, 2021. And I don't know, we got to talk about the Browns, and we got to talk about some whole bunch of other shit, but just mostly the Browns. Really excited about the Browns. So, with that said, man. Okay, 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 okay. Then we got the we we we're gonna replace the um hood legends with a quick reminiscent story that I just wanted to share with y'all because I don't have a hood legend this week, but we're gonna work on maybe a, a different segment coming into twenty twenty one. Whatever. Let's just get into it. So rude here. You ass rag. I live in Tribeca. We, we don't do that. Uh-huh. Yo, who are you talking to? It's the girl there. The fuck is you? Who the fuck, fuck are you? Are you? You're the one hogging up the fucking elevator. I was checking the floor if it wasn't pissed on. You know, people come in and they piss all night over here. Mind your goddamn business, man. Shit, I'll piss on you, motherfucker. You ain't pissing on me, brother. Because we go out here, we handle it. You can handle it, brother. You ain't gangster. Yo, shut the fuck up, man. The fuck Yo, is you? fuck is wrong with you, man? That's it. That's it, guys. That's fuck it. The- Welcome back. Um, this is like I said, this is the first episode of the 2021, and like I would like to start, like I normally like to start at the top of every show, thanking all my likers and listeners and sharers and retweeters and tellers of other peopleers and have you heard thisers and hey you fuck with this duders. And all this type of shit, man. I thank all. I thank all y'all for all y'all appreciation and all that, man. It's this this 2020. 2020 was a motherfucker, and it was some good, some bad, and some whatever. But overall, we here, Melmos. We here now. We made it. We in this bitch, and um, I had to get. I had to get some different weed today. 
my regular guy was having technical difficulties. So uh, I stopped at a new spot that was close to the old spot. By old spot, I mean in my old house. And I don't know what, the, that's the only time I really know what the name of the shit is. But even now, I still don't know what this shit is. The name on the on the bottle said 5217 or 5271 or whatever the fuck. All I know is this shit tastes amazing. Shout out to whatever the fuck this is. 5271. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. I don't know. Anyway. Um, New Year's was cool. Because uh, I got to, you know, bring it in with my lady. And I got to give Jill her personalized cup. And it said, I just want to touch your butt all the time. And it had the stick figures of a dude touching the girl's butt. And the stick figure had a, a perfect round circle butt. But the part I like the most is the stick figure had what looks to be dreads. You know, the girl. So that shit was perfect. So that was the highlight of my New Year's getting her that. And other than that, the actual New Year's Eve to New Year's holiday was spent like most New Year's Eves that I can remember. I just just smoke a lot of weed, listen to music loud. Not it wasn't it wasn't blaringly loud because I was in an apartment this time. And you gotta, you know you gotta, you know, respect motherfuckers' walls or whatever, but it was loud enough to my liking. We jammed. And then that was it. Uh, the count, we, we missed the countdown. We just heard everybody saying Happy New Year because we saw 12 o'clock. And then, you know, you guess. I guess you're supposed to do the countdown shit. It's supposed to be the the big deal part of the whole New Year's Eve thing. Like, that's the whole reason you want to be awake. That's half the reason. Countdown and kiss and then and all that shit. But whatever. If you have somebody to kiss, good for you. If you didn't, uh, maybe next year. Shit. If, if the shit is it not if it ain't no COVID twenty one or some shit. I don't know. They 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 keep saying the shit is getting worse. I don't know. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Um, don't touch your mouth. Don't touch your eyes. Uh, shit like that. Stay out your nose. Wherever you got membranes, you can touch your cheek. I think you can scratch your cheek, but don't like dig into your eye nothing like that you know you know you know what to do if you ain't caught the shit by now then keep doing what you was doing keep doing what you're doing times two if the shit is twice as bad well if you stay in the house and 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 you've been staying in the house then i don't know pick a room to stay in this time i don't know if you've been staying in a room pick a chair if you've been sitting in the same chair, then get in the bed. I don't know. Just don't catch this shit. Don't catch part two. That's what you don't want to do. Uh, we watched a movie called Rent a Pal, which was it's one of those movies. It's, it's a good movie because it gets you emotionally in all the right. You know, it, it makes you happy and then mad. And then, I don't know about sad. Maybe, maybe empathetic at some point. But anyway, it, it do give you a, a good range of emotions. Uh, I don't normally, we, we Tuskegee joking, we do a Netflix and chill uh, portion of the show where we specifically bring up shows for people to watch. And that's where I thought about it. But it's such an intriguing movie that I figured... I can bring it over to the Melmos and let y'all know about it too, in case y'all missed that last Tuskegee Juggling podcast. And if you did, go don't don't be afraid to go check that out. It's on YouTube. Uh, we got we had the homie Prim from Prim's Hood Story flying with us, talking some shit via Zoom. Good show. Um, but yeah, Rena Pal, y'all gonna watch some shit after this. Um, that shit was good. But while scrolling to find that show, I noticed there's a lot of 
world's most dangerous places and hoods not to go and stay in no go zone and all these type of shows and normally narrated and hosted by you know non-blacks or non-hispanics so I get the idea of it but who is the audience I mean cause how many places did, you know you had to go to these places to get fucked up to come back and report oh shit don't look don't go here the people you alerting this to or, or telling this to it got to be you know your own people because we we know not to go on 55th in St. Clair we know not to go on wherever the fucking Inglewood. We know these places. It's the other motherfuckers that have to go and get fucked up first to then make a show about it. To then tell you not to go to these places. Now we can go in depth. Shout out to the homeboy Xavier on YouTube because he can go in depth. He'll tell you, okay, maybe you are in this hood, but this is okay now. Now that you win this hood, this is how you survive. So that's the next step. But the long, and the bigger picture is to just not go in that neighborhood in the first place. That's how you do that. And we know that already. He's just saying once you get there, this is how you get back home. But number one is just stay away the fuck from there. So, like I said, shout out to these people who had to get fucked up. To come up with these shows, and then a bigger shout out to the Bear Grylls type of show hosts who know, you know what? Let's go to where not only we ain't gonna get fucked up, but if we want to get hurt, we gotta hurt ourselves because it ain't shit out here. So, oh, it's 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 all about perspective. going crazy it's like everybody making memes and you know it's the it's the shit it's, I done seen about no less than eight nine memes related to this incident I done seen movie posters uh, the homeboy made a t-shirt shout out uh, Cleveland James made a t-shirt like when shit take off on the internet it take the fuck off I tell you that especially when every well not everybody but the majority more people than usual I, I can confidently say got their phone in their hand all day long so shit is getting shared seen reposted made real fast these days and I get it I get it I didn't see some funny ones, some creative ones. I get it. But the only thing that I have not seen is nobody focusing on the aftermath. Not the after he got smacked with the can. Because the can, the, the can smacking was one thing. But the, the fact that he got right back up without a Visible mark. I, I know it probably takes some time, but sometimes it don't. Sometimes you get hit with some shit and the whelp comes immediately. The bruise, the swelling, whatever. Boom. It's right there. I seen Rockman. Boom. Just immediately. But okay, let's say the swelling came later. Whatever. 
but he got right back up after taking his hit with the can and then took a considerable pummeling, which led to the imp- which impressed me, impressive to me, if nobody else. Okay, okay. Like he was congratulating him for the ass whooping. And I think that that deserves more attention. You don't never see nobody giving nobody a, you know, congratulating them for the ass whooping. That, to me, that's the most impressive part of the video. The humbleness. The, the instant humbleness. The, the man, you, it was almost like a sporting event. Now, you see people shaking their hands at football and basketball games. You might even see them laughing, especially if it's a blowout. Oh, man, it's a, hey, when, y'all got this one, Chief. Y'all got this one. We didn't bring our A game today. And that's what he was telling dude with that. Okay, okay. I got my ass whooped. Okay, I didn't say, I didn't, okay. That was a, you beat the fuck out of me. Oh, wow. That was amazing. Such accuracy. Um, I don't know if I said this before, but I never take a a hair pill, a hair growth pill, because that's just I don't take any. I, I like I take a I take Tylenols, but other than that, none of that other pill shit. I don't fuck with pills, period. But a hair pill, I'm not. I'm not taking no pill that make you that make you think that you're gonna grow some hair back because you took a pill, even if it worked. Because the thing about hair is, you heard the phrase, God didn't make no mistakes. The hair grow like it's supposed to grow. Now you put some shit in that shit. Now you got fucking extra ear hair, extra ass hair, air coming, air coming, hair coming off the. The middle of your forehead, you didn't even know you had hair glands at. Anyway, either way, bottom line, fuck a hair pill, wear a hat, be honest with yourself, and all that dye shit, fuck that dye spray Beijing bullshit. Just fucking be honest with yourself, be honest with your wife, whoever the fuck, husband, whoever the fuck, and say, look, this the fuck the hair I got. I'm a good person. Getting a, a, a ticket from a bitch ass bicycle cop. Pussy smell like mayonnaise underneath them pants. Riding this damn bike all day. I heard that bitch ass friend even saying over there, you a man and you let me disrespect a woman like this, you a bitch. All right, look. So come on up. My ticket. Let me get my ticket. You take it too long. Give me my ticket. Try to take it. Shut up, bitch. It ain't too bad. Give me my motherfucking registration. Little sweaty booty bitch. Look at your ass. It's flat as a motherfucker. Look at you. Flat booty ass bitch. What's wrong with you, bitch? Get on your bike. Get on your bike before I kick it over. Bum ass bitch. And with that, our first item on the news. Which I'm, I'm surprised I'm the one talking about it and pretty much nobody else. But they got a video of a cop beating the shit. I'm talking about punching swift punches while subdued on the ground defenseless beating the shit out of another fucking cop dog mm-hmm. a cop beating another canine cop punching the shit out of the cop now I don't like I say they say yeah, they tried to justify it like they always do with the cops beating the shit out of people on camera but the dog this is where we at this is how we starting off 2021. Cops beating the shit out of dogs. They own kind. They own dog. 
you would think and I remember once upon a time thinking and even people would even wonder aloud like man if the police was killing dogs the way they kill black people they might but you know what no no they not doing shit about that either well I guess he didn't kill the dog maybe we'd see if he would have killed the dog he just gave the dog a good a good one too a good tune up but I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe the dog get a statement. Maybe the dog, you know, take it, take the blame, and that's probably why we ain't heard nothing. I can see that, you know, you know, blue the, don't cross the blue line or whatever the fuck they say. Cop, cop dog limping to the podium, big ass fang loose. I even you ever seen a dog with a black eye? Because because usually their hair covered up, their eye covered up by hair. So he didn't have a black eye, but it was red as fuck. Like, like, like when you pop a look by blood vessel red. So, anyway, cop, cop dog ain't say shit. Keep it moving. Uh, speaking of not saying shit, update. Got an update. Uh, breaking news. Is it? No, it was. It was last week. So I guess it wasn't. It ain't breaking news. I just wanted. To, I wanted an excuse to use the sound effect, but this last week I did have legit breaking news, but this time I don't. So anyway, it was breaking news because didn't nobody really say shit. But in Nashville, some dude blew up, blew himself up in an RV. He parked downtown. You know. Ain't nobody really say nothing about it. I didn't even say nothing about it. And I, I usually look for that kind of shit to talk about. But again, this was just terrible police work right here. Because they say, you know, they ain't see it coming. His girlfriend say, I told the motherfuckers last year he was building bombs. Quote, he building bombs. End quote. I ain't paying no attention. So he finished building the bomb. And then he drove downtown and put on the speaker. Um uh, this motherfucker about to blow up. Evacuate. It's about to blow up. Evacuate. And people did. So nobody got killed, but him. I said, I said eight people got hurt. They ain't say how hurt. Probably just hurt running, sprained ankles and shit. But other than that, it was, it was pretty successless terrorist attempt. I don't even know if it's a terrorist attempt because he was telling people not. To, If you're going to spend all that time making a bomb that you really don't want to hurt nobody with, just to blow, just to kill yourself, I guess. I guess that's a grand gesture to kill yourself. You want to hurt nobody but yourself, but you want to spend all that time. So your grand, your, your life's work, your last life's legacy is building that bomb that you know, ain't nobody gonna. Hmm. I'm just trying to find some logic, and I'm gonna build. I'm gonna spend a year or whatever it take to build this bomb, and then kill myself with the bomb. I don't wanna take nobody else out. I'm gonna fuck some buildings up, though. I guess that's that's better than just you know shooting yourself in the head. That's lazy. Some, yeah, this guy put some effort into it, and and now that I think about it, he it's commendable. It's a, I mean, suicide is shitty. It's a shitty thing to do to your friends and family, but you know they don't know what you're going through, so you know, sorry, sorry if if that's the, the, the route you take. Melmos, I hope that everybody that listens to this gonna you know are non-suicide Melmos. I, I really hope that the same people listen to this this show are going to be listening to it next show because they 
didn't blow itself up in an RV in the middle of a major city. But um, yeah. For that, for telling everybody to get the fuck out of there, he should be commended. But for fucking up everybody's house and shit, I guess that's some bullshit. But and then ain't nobody ain't gonna remember it. You would think, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna go out this big old. You know, I'm gonna take myself out. I'm gonna take myself out with a fucking, with a fucking bomb, and and everybody gonna know my name. Nope. Nope. All we know is. 44 buildings got to get motherfucking work done to it because you got to I don't know you had to you had to let her show off your bomb making skills one last time I don't know what the point I don't know what the point was guy and I don't even know your name so and now a word from our sponsor It's the Half-Ass Muslim Show, hosted by Sharif Abdul-Washington. It's the only weekly podcast for half-ass Muslims, where you converted in jail, was your parents Muslim and raised you only kinda, do you still celebrate Christmas, do you still eat gummies, do you know how to make salat? If any of those things apply to you, then this is your show. Follow us every week on Half-Ass Muslim Podcast, hosted by Sharif Abdul-Washington. So, uh, apparently, unbeknownst to me, the host of this show, um, this show is brought to you by another show, um, the Half-Ass Muslim Show, hosted by Sharif Abdul-Washington each week on the Hot Salami Bacon Network. Um, anyway, back to the news. Speaking of bacon, um, and shit that Muslims probably shouldn't eat. You know they got oatmeal cream pie cereal? Now, now I know, I know. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's no pork in oatmeal cream pies. If my uncle was around, he'd probably tell you it was. He told me he told me it was pork and marshmallows. And I didn't believe him until the internet. And he was telling me that in the 80s. But anyway. They got oatmeal cream pies, but but cereal. You understand? If you ain't never had an oatmeal cream pie, then you probably not excited. But I used to buy those by the box. Not one. You can't buy one oatmeal cream pie. You have to buy them by the box. You might not eat the whole box, but it just don't make sense to buy one. So you, but because they so they they small, you eat on you eat them in like four bites. But man, what it was, Melmos, if you ain't never had one, which I I don't blame you because it's pure sugar. But what it was was two, was what what appeared to be oatmeal cookies, but they were so sweet it couldn't have been oatmeal cookies. I I think it was just brown sugar shaped like oatmeal cookies. With, you know, the shit that be in Twinkies and Cupcakes and Susie Q's? Well, imagine that in between two brown sugar shaped cookies. So, man, oh man, that shit was so fucking good and so fucking sweet. You eat one of those, you can play like three football, three, four football games, two more basketball games, a hide and go seek, and wrestle. 
and that was off like one and a half oatmeal cream pies. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see where they got this shit at, and I'm gonna check the sugar content. And I know it's gonna be high. If like, okay, here's my thing. I I eat honey nut Cheerios because they like, I think they like 13 grams of sugar. So I'm gonna up off top assume that the oatmeal cream pies is at least double that. I can do double that. I just eat less amount. I just eat like. I eat like a, a like a quarter of a mount of a wood if I was to eat like honey nut Cheerios. But I gotta try this shit. Even if I don't like that bowl, I'll throw away four dollars for a quarter bowl of oatmeal cream pie cereal. I swear I will, and I'll get back to y'all, mailmans, when I fit when I get this when I get my a hand my hands on this cereal. I will let y'all know if and I'm not. I don't have diabetes yet. That's the beauty. I'm just trying to not get it. So the fact that I don't have it yet means I can try this bowl of cereal. <clears throat> um, um, I saw some shit. This is in, this is probably will be in the hype beast section of the news because I'm definitely not one of these type of motherfuckers. Because. <sighs> But this is giving me a good reason to bring this up. You got the Kanye's, right? And those always, especially these last two that they're trying to roll out. But generally, the Kanye's look like shit. But they Kanye's. They Kanye West. And people love Kanye West. We love Kanye West. Like, he did a verse on Playboy Cardi album. I like it. He did a verse on St. John's song. I like it. I mean, we we still like Kanye West when he Kanye Westin. So his shoes sell. No matter no matter how much I think they look like the shoes you're supposed to put on if you're gonna go body surfing, one of them body boogie boards. They boogie board shoes. They three hundred dollar boogie board shoes, but that's here nor there. Now now, in the last couple years, they've been wearing. These chunky ass um, Sketcher type XJ900. If you ever had to wear XJ900s, then you probably look at these people and you probably want to just contact everybody you went to school with on Facebook because you know they on Facebook and you want to just invite them to to you know invite them to. A, a duel, a slapping, a, some type of physical challenge because they, all the bullshit they talk to you about your XJ 900s that you paid $13 for. And now these motherfuckers is paying 900 for the same shoe. Oh, my, my bad. Balenciaga's. And, and, and that's, they, they cool. So, okay, so fast forward to, okay, now we see what's going on. Y'all buying this bullshit no matter what, depending, because of the name. So, we're going to throw this type of shit out here. We're going to throw out um, tennis shoes that got, uh, what's that little part of penny loafers? That little one part that that, that, that was at the top and it kind of folded over, looked like an eyelash. Let's throw some of those with a zipper on some tennis shoes and charge $1,300. They bought those? Okay, okay. Less, oh, we already talked about the boogie board shoes that we getting a good three, 400 for. Okay, let's take, did we do the Skechers already? Okay, we did Skechers. How about, let's take the Skechers and bust a nut on them. Hear me out. We bust nuts on the shoes. Let this shit dry. $1,600. And do you know that's exactly what they did? They are selling nut busty shoes for $1,655. Oh, oh, you can get, I think it was like 15% off of something. So they only like $1,600 even or something like that. Same amount of nut on them. Just it's not, it's not like 15% less nut 
They ain't, they, ain't, they don't try to wipe them up at all. It just nut on the shoe, sixteen fifty. Well, minus the discount. So, for all y'all cool, lame, cool motherfuckers, there you go. They Mason Margiela, if that make a difference. He busts a nut on him. I don't know who Mason Margiela is, but that dude is backed up. And lastly, I would be remiss to bring up the the, the last bit of sad hip-hop news. It's like every episode, probably the last, at least the last five in a row, I had some type of sad hip-hop news, which was a trend in 2019. But here we go. Starting out 2021 with sad hip-hop news. MF Doom died, which is actually, it would have been sad 2020 news because his wife said he died in, uh, in October, on Halloween, actually. But then she announced it on New Year's Eve. So he died, and uh, uh, again, like uh, what's the young boy? Not XXX. The other young boy I didn't listen to. Him. This is another one like that. I don't. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really listen to that music. Like he and those, he in that lane of people that can rap really, really good, but then they pick these beats that either put you to sleep or you ignore you choose to you willfully ignore because of the rapping ability either way not songs that you want to a ride around listening to while you smoking weed and you know trying to be in a mood b have a girl in the car any girl any girl if you're trying to get some pussy MF Doom is not the guy that you play. C, you can't play it in the club. D, you can't play it at a party. I mean, you... Um, his fans found time to listen to it. I'm just saying those are four examples of places and times and things which you cannot listen to it. But um, anyway, um, rest in peace, MF Doom, uh, legend to his legion. He damn sure had a legion of fans. A lot of rappers wish they could have, you know, fan loyalty like he had. Um, and I bring it up. I reiterate what I said before. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not dead. There, I said it because. This is a guy who was known to, you know, send people in his, in his place. He wore a mask for the significant amount of his career. Now, we do know what he looked like, apparently. He KMD. He was on Gas Face uh, video. He'd he done several things barefaced. He didn't start wearing that mask until around 95, 96. So... My earlier theory that I had came up with, which he can just take his mask off and fake his death, is now way more weak, knowing that everybody know what you look like. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that because, like I said before, I didn't listen to dude, so I don't know nothing about him. I didn't know that people know what you look like, but the fact that he could still be dead is only because I don't want to be you know a 100% wrong on my take and if 5, 10, 15 30, 35 years from now he reemerge undead I can be like see told you Put in it. Some glue. What kind of glue? Some crazy glue. Bro, you put crazy glue in your hair, bro. What the fuck, bro? What is those dreads? 
Oh yeah, you about to go viral today, my baby. What you want to say for the camera, though? instead of legends of the hood we're gonna just do a new segment where i just kind of remember some fucked up shit basically i don't have a name for it yet so let's call it uh tentatively titled um that one time that one time that one time fuck it that that one time that's what we call it in this segment that one time i'm gonna write that down Anyway, this is about that time I got arrested. Well, we got accosted by the police, but this time Dre got arrested. Because the first time I got arrested. All right, now I got to tell you about both times real quick. All right, so I was notoriously known for driving with fake expired license plates and having a suspended license. I don't know why. I just kept a suspended license when I was young in my in my late teens, early 20s. So, this was when nickel bags is a thing. And dime bags and all this type of shit. So, I go to pick up Dre. We go into the mall. And he must have had a pound. Maybe a half a pound worth of dime bags and, and nickel bags on him. And no, not a pound. I'm tripping. An ounce. He had about an ounce, at least a half ounce, maybe at the most, an ounce of dime bags and nickel bags and weed on them. So we go into the mall. Here I am. I'm behind the car. No, I'm behind the car, and there's a car behind me. So I'm sandwiched in between two cars, and there's a police car behind the car that's behind me so i'm driving worry free just you know they ain't fucking with me i ain't worried about none of this shit you know they ain't about to uh do shit to me sure enough they make an effort to get around the car behind me and behind me like they slow and do do what they got to do to get behind me and she hit those lights Pull me over. Long story short, when the police is arresting everybody, I'm getting handcuffs put on me and getting took to the back of a car. He standing there watching, getting ready to go in the mall and call a ride. I don't know what the fuck he's about to do. All I know is, wait a minute. Because they both had us in the car, separate cars, and he got out of his car. But I didn't get out mine. And they were searching the car. And I'm thinking, did this motherfucker put the weed in my car? No. He said he had it on him this whole time. They just didn't search him. I just went to jail by myself for that. Fast forward. Boom, 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 boom. A couple months later, now I'm in the car with him. We going out to the little after the club spot, the little late night kick it spot. Um which at the time was uh, uh, the gyro spot, Euro gyro or some shit. Great gyro. So, so I can't think of the name of it. It's a gyro spot. Gyro, whatever the fuck you want to call it, on Euclid. Everybody went there. It was jumping. It was expensive, but whatever. Everybody went there after whatever club it was at the night or bar or wherever everybody was at because Cleveland was like that. If it was one thing that was jumping on Saturday night, everybody was at it, and then everybody was at this fucking bar. So we up there, we parking, and it's the type of spot where if you park in front of it, everybody can see, especially if you park right in front of the spot. Even if you park across the fucking five-lane, six-lane Euclid Avenue, everybody still can see you because that's just how it is. It's wide open. So we park across the street from the spot. And I'm talking about no sooner than as soon as we get out the car, a police car, swerve up, slam on the brakes, jump out, accost just him. I'm standing there watching this shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. They accost him 
put him all on the hand on the on the windshield and all this shit. Tell me to go head on. Uh, it ain't about me. I'm talking about they didn't tell me to put my hands up. They didn't tell me to sit down, spread them. They didn't say they went straight to him like they had a fucking like he had a fucking wire on him or some shit. And sure enough, he had a gun on his waistband. And he went to jail. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm standing in front of the spot. And the reason that this is also a kind of sweet, sweet ending to a shitty story is because this is when those F-150, big body F-154 trucks that just came out. And it was like the shit in the streets. And I called my homeboy, Kurt. And Kurt came down there. And picked me up in front again, in front of everybody. He came down there in that big body F-150 and he already had some rims on it and shit. And he came and picked me up and he had some weed already rolled, he was smoking. And man, as far as like, that felt like a damsel in distress type movie moment where the girl gets saved by the Superman or some shit. And I know that's a fucked up analogy because I guess in this situation I would have to be the girl, but whatever. All I know is that shit felt dope, like to come get like scooped up in the fucking F one fifty. Yeah, that was a terrible analogy. Now that I think about it, but I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna edit it. I'm gonna keep it. Fuck it. I'm high, man. That's what happens when you smoke a new strain. But um, yeah. So he and nothing happened to, to get back to Drake. Nothing really happened. I don't think because of that he was back in the streets real quick I don't know if it was a what the fuck happened he never really elaborated on what happened but he was back in the streets and that's that man so basically the story is about the time I didn't get arrested and got picked up in an F-150 with the blunt roll sweet week on puddle tracks um i guess the lesson to take from this everyone i'm necessarily don't have a lesson i'm just gonna do is to you know don't judge a book by its cover i guess i guess it's the best lesson i was talking to marvin telling him what happened after he left the party yesterday and when shantae got into a fight with this lady during the electric slide and it was fucked up because the lady was handicapped that, you know, and she just kept stepping, you know, running into Shantae while they was doing an electric slide and she was trying to let it go, but then she just snapped. And I was like, but baby, you know, you can't be hitting handicapped people. I know, I know you got to have some restraint and she like, she ain't handicapped, she just got dyslexia. Ain't no reason for her to keep going the wrong way and running into me. And I was like, I guess that's true. future so like we do around this time before COVID it was comedy
All right, Melmos, thank you very much for sticking with me. We have come to the end of another wonderful show and the end of the first show of the new year. So, given that it's 52 weeks in the year, I guess it's 52 Mondays. So, we should be doing this, inshallah, 51 more times. So, this is great. But, um, you know, it's always one more thing before I get out of here. And, uh, this one is, this one is, this one is, I don't know, it's kind of took me down kind of a, a wild thought rabbit hole process, whatever the fuck. I was watching Glimmer Man, right? And on the, on the movie Glimmer Man, it's from 2000, so a lot of people might not uh, remember Glimmer Man, but it's on Hulu right now. Not, not that this is an ad or nothing, but on Hulu, Glimmer Man, and um, was watching it, and on there, you know, he has the power, well, not the power, definitely not the power, because he's not a superhero or no shit like that, but he's a scientist, smart dude, and he come up with a way to invent, basically, invisibility, like, just like come up with a way to do it like just to to be invisible catch is the catch is just him like he can still wear clothes like he can't make his clothes be invisible but he can be invisible so you know where I'm going with this already so he get invisible aka naked and I don't know if at this point the movie becomes a metaphor for being naked or just they couldn't come up with a, a better reason or more shit for a person that can be invisible to do other than do creepy ass shit that he was naked like touching titties uh, pulling panties down raping basically everything he could do if he was just naked but he he was invisible so and the shit he was doing to the people he used to work with you know he definitely could have done just naked you gonna waste all that invisibility just to fill on some titties she know you wanted to fill on her titties last week you supposed to be stealing nuclear document documents and and fucking and AIDS recipes and shit, and you touching coworker titties. So I, all I'm saying, I guess, is this movie. While I don't know if it was supposed to be a thriller when it when they it, it was they was trying to sell it as a thriller or action or even a comedy. But it's definitely a tragedy. I don't know what the fuck. Because he wasted all that good energy just being rapey. All that technology, all that science, you know, you know how much money they spent on the serum, the invisibility serum? That shit ain't you ain't buying fucking fucking 91% alcohol or fucking uh uh, Robot, I don't know what the fuck expensive liquids. You buying fucking shit to go invisible and all this type of shit, and you wasting it on that type of bullshit. I don't know, man. I, other than that, the movie is not terrible. It's just not good. It's the, the some of the special effects for for two thousand. At the end, it become an action movie only because they want to kill this motherfucker for being a creep. So it's like it's action packed because it's hard to catch this naked ass criminal ass motherfucker. And and history has shown that naked criminals get away with a lot of shit. He ain't the first naked criminal. You have the naked grandma, 
You have the naked dude that went on the run from he all he was gonna get was a traffic ticket, but he went on the run. Several naked burglars, and not to mention everybody that get naked when they do PCP. Not that doing PCP is a crime. Um, but the shit they did to, to, to acquire the PCP or the shit they gonna do after the PCP go down to acquire more PCP is probably a crime. It's crime related. Getting naked is crime related is what I'm saying. So, that's all. If you're gonna make another movie where people can get naked, aka invisible, have them do more useful shit or explore the criminal world. Don't have them just be rapey. You're gonna be naked be a naked thief be a naked uh, b- burglar or something I don't know you don't gotta be a naked rapey I guess that's a, that's enough about Glimmer Man 20, now 21 year old movie now streaming but um which is an ill sentence 21 year old movie now streaming that sentence wouldn't have made no sense 20 years ago but here we are anyway um that's it uh like i say first episode of the year is a wrap in the books thank y'all uh for smoking with me fucking with me sticking with me tell somebody else to tell somebody else to tell six other people to tell somebody else to tell their aunt that we got this going on and we're trying to build the thing and um numbers go up everything go up success go up esteem go up, confidence go up, all that shit, so, um, let's do it, man, let's get there, I don't have a, I guess I got a goal, let's get to 100,000, let's get to 100,000 weekly listeners, if we can get to 100,000 motherfuckers listening to this show per week, oh, man, that means that I'm gonna have to come up with some serious content, either that or I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. If I can get 100,000 people to listen to this shit, and, you know, I mean, it's going to get better gradually. But you know what I'm saying, man, almost. It's, it takes time to get better. But, you know, audience grow, show grow. That's how it go. I ain't trying to rap. I ain't got no flow. I ain't writing no shit, no pen and paper, though. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a freestyle segment with No, I'm not going to do that. Man. Lose, lose all the listeners I do have. So, um, but yeah, like I say, uh, before I get out of here every week, please, please, please remember to treat everybody like you want to be treated, man. And that goes down to social media activity, um, work habits, everything. Like if, if like share some shit, don't you want a motherfucker to share your shit? Share some shit. That's all. It reciprocate. You know, and uh, and other than that, don't take shit personal. Remember the serenity prayer get you through a lot of shit. And um, yeah. Until next week, be safe. Go Browns. Peace. Right quick, uh, right quick before I get out of here, I just gotta say I must say on a podcast with my voice recording myself if don't nobody else here does i have to say this for me but congratulations to the cleveland browns for breaking the playoff drought we ain't been in that shit since 02 it is 2021 it is is, today is january 4th 2021 and it's been since 2000 and two since we've been in the playoffs so fucking shout out to y'all fucking go browns i don't give a fuck what happens from here we made it we go if we go to the super bowl i talk some more shit but right now i'm happy that a motherfucker so fucking go browns congratulations baker mayfield you did your thing fucking nick chubb fucking kareem hunt fucking miles Garrett, the defense kevin stefanski Oh, y'all, man, that shit was fucking amazing. Fucking go, Browns. See y'all next week. Cleveland!